Proverbs chapter 25, verse 26. Like a muddied spring or a polluted well is a righteous man who gives way to the wicked. Uh, I recommend that everybody listening to this uh, make it a habit to read in Proverbs every day. Even if you read nothing else, I, I would hope you would read a lot of other things, but I, I read in Proverbs every day and I'm always discovering these little treasures, these little mm-hmm. short um, uh, bits of wisdom that were written 3,000 years ago that should stop everybody in their tracks. But I want to apply this uh, this to Judas. Um, and it, 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 here's another proverb. There is a way that seems good to a man. We may have just actually spoken to, about this uh, a few weeks ago or several days ago. There's a way that seems right, uh, good to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. There's tremendous ambiguity in life. And Judas was one of the 12. And so the question is, and I think that, that these verses really help us understand it. What we talked about yesterday, what you talked about yesterday, really helps us understand it. That Judas was in many ways a good man. But when temptation came his way, and it comes to all of our ways all the time, he gave into it. Mm-hmm. And the question is, well, what happened? Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it that actually made him do what he did that ends immediately in regret when it's acted out. You mentioned Judas, which is a really clear example, but Solomon himself, the one who wrote this proverb, like a muddied spring or a polluted well is a righteous man who gives way to the wicked. In the story of Solomon in first Kings, I think it's first Kings eight or nine, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. He gives this wonderful, impassioned speech to the nation to keep their hearts wholly devoted to God. You know, like, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And I think it's just two or three chapters later, 1 Kings 11 or so, it mentions that Solomon's heart turned astray, basically into paganism. And why did that happen? It tells us right in that chapter he had something like a thousand wives, right? Or 700 concubines. I forget the numbers, but he had all these women in his life. And some of them, some of them worshiped pagan gods. They worshiped false gods. And it says that he loved them. He loved the women so much that he basically fell in love with their gods. And he ends up getting into all kinds of trouble with the actual God and with his leadership and all kinds of stuff, because he fell so miserably is like a major leadership failure. He, there he is standing in front of the congregation, keep your heart wholly devoted to God. And then guess what? His heart became in his own words, like a muddied spring. There's a spring unto life unto eternal life. there happening in his soul, but it gets muddied because his affection for these people who were worshiping other gods mixed him up, you know, like mud in the spring. Interesting, too, that uh, his father is David, mm-hmm. and David, at the very height of his power, is, is, is success. Uh, he had basically become the king of all of Israel. And as uh, the soldiers were away on some spring day, he, uh, he sees 
Bathsheba, um, somehow he's, he's, uh, she's in a nearby thing. She's married mm-hmm. uh, and yes, she's yes. Uh, taking a bath or something. So she's mm-hmm. naked and he sees this and he invites her over to his place mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Yep. Um, and Solomon uh, was a, uh, uh, the first child died a story unto itself, but Solomon mm-hmm. was the preferred uh, son of Bathsheba, and he does uh, follow David after David, when David dies. Um, but even somebody uh, who had a heart for God as David has the same problem that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sin is always... Um, crouching at the door. Crouching at the door. Yep. Crouching. I think the there's door. a... I think there's a word here too for, you know, it's, it's King David, it's King Solomon, but it's also pastor so-and-so and, and CEO so-and-so it's leaders even now are still falling, you know, in the same pattern. It's like they're standing for the congregation and they proclaim all these awesome truths, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And yet our hearts can, can get like a muddied spring, like it says here in Solomon. And so it's just a constant, drawing back to that examination, like the prophet Nathan did with David after he had sinned. And he said, you know, let's examine your actions here. Let's examine your heart. Where's the mud in the water? And for us to be able to do that through confession and through accountability and through community and through the word, through the Holy Spirit conviction, it's basically a daily process for anybody in any kind of leadership. Lord, examine my heart. You desire truth in my inner being. Show me where the mud is because I don't want this spring to be polluted with it anymore just a uh, one more word on this mm-hmm. uh when one uh, um i mean you can do a thousand commits adultery watches mm-hmm. pornography on mm-hmm. and on and all these things these are all decisions mm-hmm. right i mean they're the temptation is is i have a, t- a temptation to do this or do that or not not a temptation but to with, with withdraw from that situation mm-hmm. It's a choice we make, but look what happens after we've made the choice and it's not the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually gets deeper. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't, there's no, there's no way of, of, of retreating actually. Once a decision's made, it's made. Mm-hmm. And then you, you spend an awful lot of time trying to unmake it. You can't do that. Something is revealed and now you're explaining lying usually like Adam and Eve did. I mean, we get into this thing where we're getting deeper and deeper and it does become a muddied spring. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, that's just a cautionary tale for yeah, anybody. Definitely. However, you know, I, I'm not moralizing here. I'm, I'm just saying human, we, we ask the question, what is man? Well, one of them is man is a sinner mm, at this go. point by nature. It's yeah. not the initial it's it's the fallen nature of man that we are tempted into these things and if we don't know the good way we're certainly probably just as likely to take the not so good way who will rescue us from this body of death thanks be to god for jesus christ